Yeah, because like, bars are too small to have pool tables. Now. Why don't they just create more room around the pool table? I it's agree. always like, <clears throat> excuse me, miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's nine deep at the bar, but I'm, I decided to play pool. Oh, sure. I, and then there's 100,000 people at the bar. Hey, you want to go play darts while there's people standing right now? That's not a good idea Wait, either. Wait, guys, why is it called pool? Why I is believe it called? it's called mm. bully, bu- billiards. 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 Bull- billiards? Bull- it's a bullion, bullion? soup. Bullion? Oh, so that's a billiards room yeah. Is, yeah. is a room where a pool table is. I don't Correct. know where pool came from. I think we just decided to say F England. They invented this game. It looks like a or green snooker. pool. Yeah, a green pool. We're going to take it. We're going to call yeah. it pool. We, we don't want anything yeah. about England. After the Revolutionary yeah. War, we're like, no more snooker. It's now pool. We're going to take that, and we're going to take French fries. <laughs> take and that's that. ours now. And though we do secretly think all your shows are better than ours. Okay. <laughs> a thousand percent. Thank you for The Office yeah. and yeah. Love Island. And I don't know. I'm sure Ooh, there's Love other Island. ones out there. Ikai Kishayla, the Hawaiian hunk, the great hunk, you know, you got something. It's because people that bet they lose money, so they, they have to go to Lone Sharks. Oh, it's shark oh my God! Sound effects, guys. This is so fun. <laughs> do I have to? Um, do I have to sort of bend? I'm I'm trying to decide what my posture. I'm a big is. leaner. These are but you're the first woman to come in here and actually speak into the microphone. Well, I was gonna uh, say. Well, you guys know. Or 99 of guests. Really, I didn't mean to throw all the other ladies, but <laughs> most except Sinead. Sinead actually does get close-ish yeah. to the mic. Yeah, Sinead's mic. amazing. I haven't She's seen her best. in so long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel I hate when people are like this because then the audio is just the worst. But again, yeah. that's. Don't get me on my headphone rant. Do you want to work here? Let me come. I'm just going to do this. Headphones are the tool to let you hear the show and make adjustments as needed. Yes. Ken, I'm so happy to be in your presence. Oh, really? It's been a bit. I I miss my time over at uh, the Tomatoes, that that episode of We Did About Mando. The Mando. I just have to say, your book is incredible. Speaking of Mando, you got a little Mando here. I love it. And it made me feel... I'm a prequelist. Yeah. I was born in 1990. God bless you. Um, Thank you. I was born in 82 and I'm a prequelist. Oh, wait, you are? Yeah. Wait, that's so cool. I, I mean, he doesn't know anything from anything, but I love that purity. <laughs> like, he'll just be like, what's the one with the thing? Yeah. And I'll be like, that's Phantom Menace. He's like, I love that. That one. So, that's Josh, great. I um, I love Star Wars, but I love the prequels. Yeah. And so I'm always really insecure, especially in the spaces I work in, because mm-hmm. I feel like I come across a lot of people that just know everything. Out. You know, they know the canon. Yeah, they know all the characters. And it's intimidating. And so whenever I say... You know, I loved Phantom Menace or Dak mm-hmm. of the Clones. <laughs> like, it's always, I always feel insecure. I always feel like people don't take me seriously as a mm-hmm. Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. um, even though George Lucas, like, made these. Anyways, um, when I met- Ken, Are you related to George Lucas? No. Long oh. story long, Ken made me feel, that'd be so amazing, yeah. though. Um, long story long, Ken made me feel really less insecure about it. And I told him I love the prequels, and he was like, oh, you're a prequelist. And I was like, oh, there's a label. Mm-hmm. So I, I created it. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, thank Ken. you for that confidence in life. No, it's great. I love it. And Jar Jar Binks for life. Ahmed <laughs> and Jar Jar for life, man. We wanted to name our boat the Jar Jar Sinks. What? That's yes. sick. Right? Wait, why? so what'd you end up naming it? I don't have a boat. Oh. <laughs> we we, we wanted to name boat. our boat. You well, know, like we're, our dream is to have a boat in the middle of like Mammoth Lakes and nobody talks yeah. to us. Isn't it funny how we all fantasize like what our lives will be? <laughs> we all just get older and we all come yeah. up with things. Yeah. When I have this, so when I have a, a large dog, <laughs> I'm going to name him Reptar. Oh. 
Yeah. I like that. And I that's like awesome. can't wait for that moment. That's Hopefully it happens. Awesome. Is that good, Ken? I love that. That's yeah. a good name. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind. You could go Chuck or Reptar. Yeah. I'm happy with you. Yeah, I just feel like Reptar epitomized and symbolized just like the most fun for the Rugrats. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. Reptar is great. I want to name yeah. my dog Bucket. Why? Bucket? Well, so here's the thing. We had this, I went to college and Explain a more. guy dated this girl and she got a dog and they broke up and then she left, but she left the dog at our fraternity. Right. What? And the, yeah. And this is this girl was the worst. Okay? Oh, my God. Awful. Uh, and it was this amazing little beagle. And he was like the sweetest thing and destroyed everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he, I, I would excuse my language. I would come on. Here comes fuck it up bucket. And he would like run in. <laughs> and the dog's name was like Jeremy or something like the, the girl named it. But Wait, what? That's the worst human name to give a dog. I awful. met a dog named Mark the other day. And I was like, that's not a human dog name. No, that's no, no. weird. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. Yeah. And Jeremy's even worse. Jeremy's terrible. <laughs> and we all hated the name Jeremy. Right. And the guy was like still hung up on this girl. Yeah. Well, she came back a year later and we had named him Bucket. Like his name was now Bucket. And so she was like, Jeremy, come here. And he wouldn't answer. I was like, Bucket. And he was like, <laughs> and he came over and was like, gotcha. Yes. And his name is Bucket from now on. And then I never saw that dog again because she took him back. Like, wow. what? It was the worst. How many months later? A solid year later. That's traumatizing Awful. for Bucket. I know. Wow. And Bucket would like hang out and drink beer like during parties. He was the, it was the worst, most best dog ever. Like he destroyed everything, but he was an amazing, like, But also, a fraternity dog. house is not a place where a dog can thrive. Correct. No. Or, <laughs> Did anyone walk the dog? Yeah, all the time. Oh, there was well, somebody that would walk the dog, or the dog just ran around the yard. We had this giant yard. He just ran around the yard. Oh, wow, you guys catch had a, a yard? Wow, you're rich, Josh. What fraternity were you in? At what school? SAE at Penn State. Oh, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize when you guys invited me to come on, mm. I didn't realize that I was going to be sitting next to an SAE from Penn State. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a big wow. deal. Yeah. We're waiting for the indictments to come. <laughs> <laughs> we were only kicked off campus twice in my four and a half years there. Oh my there, God, so Josh, it's terrible. I know, it wasn't great. Do you ever do you ever t- do your secret handshake? or? Do you want to see my secret yeah, handshake? Yeah, can you show it to us? Yeah. Is, I'm not are you allowed to? I'm not going to do it on He's camera. He's not going to do it on okay. camera. What is he? Is he going to get kicked out? Okay, That's can it. I show you mine? Okay. Okay. No, it was. What? I don't. Well, if you don't know how to do it, I can't do it with you. <laughs> Is it like it's a two ones? people thing. No, where it's was, not a tap. Where was yours from? Yeah, what um, are you? I'm a Zeta Tau Alpha yes, at University of Central Florida. Whoa, Ken, Black Knights. Yes, Golden Knights. Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, you might think this is interesting, and you, but uh, I was told, and yeah. I would fact check this because mm-hmm. I don't know if this is real, but I was yeah. told in college when I joined the sorority that the Little Mermaid was like made by a Zeta, Whoa. the animated. Okay. And a I lot of some research. And a lot of our secrets yeah. and things are in yeah. the film. So the so the signature that Triton does right. is like our sorority. Is, which one has I the think. puff of smoke that's a penis? That's <laughs> forgot about that. I thought that it was like a sandcastle in the background that looked there's, like a large dog. a lot of those, right? Yeah. I was really traumatized when 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 that came. Remember that came out? Everyone was talking about it. Everyone's like, did you know there's secret penises and like multiple, yeah. you know, Disney anime things? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, there isn't. And then I looked and I was like, oh my God, there is. Yeah, because it was made by like frat dudes and sorority girls. SAEs from Penn State. SAEs and Zetas, yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you all for joining us here on the Positivity Report. We're here every single weekday, Monday through Friday. This is Naz Perez, first time guest on the show. I've We've been trying to do this for three and a half or so months. I know, I'm so sorry. No, don't. Never apologize. You're a busy young woman out there making moves. Okay, doing your thing. I'm just, as Courtney Kardashian says, I'm just living life. Okay. Just living life. I, I, listen, of the Kardashians, 
she's my favorite. Let me ask you Same. this question. Yeah. Uh, Naz. Not Nas. Thanks, Ken. Um, Nasty Naz. Like the band, Naz. Yeah. Or NASDAQ. I get that. Or the NASDAQ. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I yeah. like that. How many times <laughs> do you just get in a Jeep and go to the woods? Wait, how do you know this about me? Because you post you about it all the time. Wait, that's amazing. <laughs> I see it. I I scroll on. <laughs> Dog, this, Makuga. Naz is camping again. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. You're like, look at these stars in my Jeep. You know? I love, so Nature Naz is is a oh, part of me that okay. I, it's a very Nasty big, by nature? Nasty by nature. It's a it's very a big band. part of me. Oh, okay. that's a band? Well, it's two guys, but they play like, oh. you know, it's beats, but they play the instruments. Wow. Do you know Nazareth is a band, which is my full name? Yeah, of course yeah. do I know Nazareth. Oh, I, d- I didn't know that. I'm from Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's like the number four band there right now. Really? We love Whoa, our classic well, rock. Well, hey, Nazareth, if you guys are watching, I'm down to be the, the mascot or, or open up a show one day. Um, go. I go, I try and go a lot. That's one of my favorite parts about living yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Whenever I meet... I have a lot of, I'm from South Florida. So right. a lot of people in my Whoa. life went mm. to New York. Yeah. I went to mm. Los Angeles. Yeah. I love nature. I need nature. Um, and New York doesn't of course, it. we always get into the New York versus LA debate. Yeah. It's one of my favorite debates ever okay. because I think one of the best parts of living in LA is that in a day, I can go to Vegas, San Diego, Mexico, Big mm-hmm. Sur, Santa Barbara, right. um, literally Yosemite, like, the world is your oyster, Correct. The, and it's just nature porn. And you can get oysters in most of those places. Oh, really? I love a good oyster. Oh, so good. I yeah. love a good oyster, too. Oof. Santa Barbara has some good oysters. They do. They have good sea urchins. Yeah, they do. A lot of them come from there. I know. Um, so to my wife your is question, from the Big Sur area. Oh, really? So That's it. my favorite place in the entire world. Have you guys heard of Esalen? Yeah. Yeah. Esalen's like my favorite place yeah, in the course. whole world. That's have where you ever I been g- to the big uh, the um, River Inn? In Big Sur? No. Oh, yes, I have. But I, um, yeah, it's so cool. The dining sit, area. You can sit on chairs in the creek. It's so cool. So I didn't cool. know you could yeah, do that. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go a lot, Ken, especially in, you know, this last mm-hmm. crazy year that we just had. I was like, I have a Wrangler. Like, I could sleep in it if I need yeah. to, but I'm just going to go. Let's do it. You know? Okay. Yeah. You seem so often. South Florida, Naz, I would put you in a Wrangler. Like yeah. you would be, you would oh. be that girl that would intimidate both the shit out of me and Ken in high school. Like you'd pull up in your Wrangler, like you'd probably be playing like. <laughs> the world is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> really, I like to pull up with uh, Man Eater by Holland Oates. I like to not be intimidating at all. Yeah, and well, yeah. Well, you and I though, do, we share love of the traveling wheelbarrows. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so remember, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Your dad sat you down and said, "Yes, it's wheelbarrows. Listen, Ken, right? You're the what's that song? Because that, anytime someone talks about the wheelbarrows, I just go." Wilbury fan, Wilbury fan. Can you tell everyone who they are? Because it, it's just this massive it's super, mix of super it's group. a super group. It's it's the monsters yeah. <laughs> of music. Yeah. If you like that kind of music, George Harrison looking to record a song with Jeff Lynne, who was producing the album. But yeah, let's go over to Dylan's studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan's there. Tom Petty's hanging out. Let's call up Roy Orbison. Let's do a song. Yeah. Record company says that's great. Do more. Yeah. They have an album. Trevor Wilbury's Volume One. It's unbelievable. We were hoping for a volume two and never got it. I know. Why did they break up? Oh, well, Orbison passed away at the end of the the first album. Uh, There's rumors that Del Shan was going to join. Turns out that was never true, I guess. And then it just kind of, they had their own careers to get back to. Right. It makes me so sad. Oh, it was so, so good. Thanks for bringing that up. So when we were building this place, like building this out, Mm -hmm. we 
consistently listen to like 80s and 90s rock per se. And oh. then like the chorus Breathless would yeah. come on every Also, John Mayer's 90s rock album is coming out Friday, just so everyone He's doing knows. a 90s rock album? I mean, bass, it's, yeah. so, it's called like soft rock. That's how he's marketing it anyway. Yeah, incredible. You're going to love. And I live for yacht rock. Like yacht rock is my favorite genre. What is yacht rock? rock? Yacht rock would be late 70s, early 80s, easy listening. Wait, so that's... So like that's Hall what Oates. I love. I never knew what the name yeah, was. Yeah, Yacht Rock. So like Hall & Oates, uh, Christopher Cross, um, Kenny okay. Loggins. Uh, my favorite is Jay Ferguson's Thunder Island. Oh I my mean, God, like, Christopher Cross's song from Arthur is like my yeah. favorite song the ever. Theme from Arthur? Theme from Arthur? The yeah. theme from Arthur. Ar- or it's, I believe it's called Arthur's Theme, but Arthur's I kind of wanted to get a tattoo that said... Um, when you get lost. When you get lost between the moon and New York City. Wait, guys, are we, are we best friends? We are I have no friends friend. that like, like this. Come in <laughs> and be part of it. Uh, wait, yes. see, so, so Yacht Rock. So Yacht Rock. So I introduced Ken to Yacht Rock. He didn't know what it was either. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, that's what those that's what songs Yacht Rock are. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the moment I just had. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you'll love it. There's a band that I have seen live, yeah. and I can't wait to see them live again. They're called Yachtly Crew. Yachtly Crew. And they do like all- Like Motley Crew. Like Motley Crew, but they, do, they dress like sailor or like, you know, boat captains. Stop. They used to play the Viper Room every Friday, <gasps> which is amazing. Wait, can we all go? George Benson. Yes, 100%. Are they, they like up and running now? I don't know. I'll reach out to Philly D, uh, their lead singer, because they're- Fantastic. I've seen it's another amazing. Yacht Rock cover band at the Palate. No, what's the one on uh, Wilshire by the Wiltern? By the Wiltern? Sort of by the Wiltern. It's like down there. Um, Maybe it was the Wiltern. There's the Denny's. I don't know. Yeah, the Denny's is right next door, and then there's nothing else. <laughs> like music-wise out there. El Rey. The El Rey? There's a lot of Korean. Yeah. Oh, the El Rey's more on, it's mid-Wilshire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the El Rey. Yeah. So there's Yacht awesome Rock. Korean spas out there. They're amazing. Yeah. 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 My boy Frequence loves those. Yeah. Um, no, they. I forget what the name of that one was. It was another pun, and they were fantastic. Whoa. It was like a 13 piece band because you need horns for George Benson. Yeah. You oh need my God. you need the sax, uh, you know, for Baker Street. And so, I mean, there are some amazing yacht rock cover bands. I don't know how that music just became like the soul of my life. Now that's a good, it's a good introspect, it is, you know? I, because like, I listen to it all the time to the point where my brother's like, get new music. Did your like, parents no, listen to it? Yeah. Do you guys believe, because that music really brings me to life, and my father always played the Hollies, uh, this band called Garbage? Yeah, Garbage. I don't, of course. Right? Um, so my first week in radio was when their single Queer Drop. Yeah. Whoa. A new band. And Butch Vig. Steve Marker, Duke, er- Duke Erickson. Yeah. That's so cool. Ken, you know so much. I love it. I don't. Um, I don't he's a musical I, encyclopedia. I know like four things. No, well. it's super One awesome. One of them is sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's best sandwich in LA? Um, best sandwich in LA. I'm going to go have to, have to say the, a chain restaurant, go to a Jersey Mike's, number seven. Yeah, oh, Mike's yeah. You can't say Jersey Mike's. Yeah. When you have Uncle Polly's, I just heard of Philippe's. Well, that's a Dodger Stadium tradition. It is. It's it great. Is. I, yes. But there's a great place down the street. It's like a mom and pop. You go in there, they treat you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want that, corporate that standards. I want good. corporate standards. It's like yeah. New York. Um, but anyways, I, I wanted to ask you guys because I'm one of the only people in my circle that loves this kind of music. But yeah. I, I love a lot of kinds of music. But I, Me like too. you were saying, I rather listen to it than listen to new music. Do you? Think- Somebody needs to introduce me to the new music for me to like it. Because right now my favorite band right. is a YouTube cover band called the Heinley Street Country Club, and they play yacht rock, and they're <laughs> from amazing. Adelaide, Australia. Well, do you like new music that sounds like old music, like Correct. Leon Bridges? Correct. Leon's like Le- Leon Amazing, Bridges. right? I'm a big fan of Haim. Yeah, Haim yes, is good. exactly. One of the best, best ro- the there, Marias are good coming on my the radar. The Marias mm-hmm. are absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's this woman named Ambar Lucid. She's Dominican. Mm-hmm. I'm Dominican, and she, I, I'm obsessed with her, too. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, do you think, 
not to get like too existential here, but to get existential. Yeah, let's existential. Do you think it up. like our? Do you think I like that? Mu- I always, I often wonder. Mm-hmm. Do I love this music because like my past life, like my soul is from that time period? Yeah. Because I always do say, you guys that get what I'm trying to ask. I get what you're trying to ask. <laughs> totally. I, I don't have an answer for that. What, Eric, you think you were born in the 70s in L.A.? I think, like I think in the 70s, 70s in L.A. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, You know, like Mamas and Papas. Sure. And okay. I just think, like, when new music comes out, I everyone around me is like, I love this song. It's amazing. And, they, and I'm like, I don't resonate mm-hmm. with yeah. it. Yeah, I get you. I think yeah. it's like bad. We all have to find the. <laughs> but but there's yeah. no. But I love. Let me just clarify. There's people like Billie Eilish, you know, who transcends True. generations, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Different. I, yeah. It's a. Di- <laughs> Everyone, thing on, everyone's like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. When somebody says go back in time, and we've talked about this, Ken. Mm-hmm. When somebody says when you could, you can go back in time to any time in the world, I want to be a 1980s frat guy at Penn State, like 1982, 83, 84, 85. Why? All that music. Everybody was like just getting into Van Halen. Yeah. Nobody cared. You could drink 150 kegs in a weekend, and nobody even like judged you, right? Like everybody was just living the dream, <laughs> high shorts, like running around, like drinking out of pitchers. Everybody's like, oh, it's the 80s. This yeah. is the shit. No, yeah. like all the girls are the same. Haircut, all the dudes were like mustache. Uh, Let's fucking rock. Uh, yeah. That worked then, out. That worked out well. That yeah. ended well. <laughs> I, I do didn't end well. I didn't say I wanted to live, <laughs> then go to be like 50 in like 1997 and be like, I shouldn't have party tour in the 80s. I mean, <laughs> that's like, have I, a, I'm have a journal like Rick Cavanaugh. Yeah. It's just great. No, I get it's a great, it's a it's a it's one of those areas. I think you're I think we all have to find the songs in the key of our soul. And I think you find it and you hit it, and you know it. Yeah. You find it, you hit it. You know, it, it yeah. is, it's one of the few things in life that is so gut and instinctual. Yeah. Because I've been finding lately in life, it's kind of hard for me to make a decision. I think sometimes yeah. I have like have a gut feeling and then I'm like, oh, but what about this? And what about this? And then I'll ask a million friends. And music's one of those things in my life where I'm like, yep, I like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't like this. Not my favorite. And I'm okay. like, why is it so? It's it has to be a part of my soul it's in part some of soul. way. You find the meanings you know there. I mean? I'm also laughing because I'm just picturing Josh in a rolled up blue uh, neon jacket, yeah. just dancing. Oh, at yeah. Club 54. My first well, I, Studio oh, 54. Studio 54. Oh, I would have like, destroyed. I would have been Bianca Jagger on the white horse on my birthday, and I, <laughs> I actually, I, see that. I actually mm-hmm. was going to have my 30th birthday at Oil Can Harry's in Studio City. It it's was great. called Studio 30. Yeah. It never happened because my birthday is March 24th, oh. and the pandemic. Hit, but I had Bastards. rented like a balloon company. I rented half of um, Oil Can Harry's. I That's was great. gonna have a horse potentially That's there a good, because I, that yeah. is Ken just. Could have brought his helmet. That's I've been, dream. I've been there. A lot of fun. Good karaoke upstairs. It's the best. But now it didn't make it. Didn't make but stu- but here it wasn't called Studio Fifty. You can do Studio Thirty One. It was called Studio Fifty Four. My birthday I, was called Studio Thirty. I know, but I'm saying yeah. like it wasn't called. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be an even number. You could go Studio Thirty Two. But 32. it closed. It closed, oh, and done. there aren't yeah. places that play that type of music Damn. now. Um, well, now that you're our friend, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can reach out to Philly at Yachtly Crew. Who, thanks to our chat, that's why I love the chat. Thank you all. You can super chat. You can go to streamlabs.com/goodpeoplegpa. You can join the website, the GPA.fun. Kevro chimes in. The sixth of September, Yachtly Crew live at LA Fleet Week, Los Angeles, Whoa. California. Wait, that's like on a boat that night. Well, so. Kevro, that's Kevin. He's that's Kevin, the Rush. actual owner of the SS. SS Jar Jar Sinks. He has a boat. And he's boom. Wait, what, Kev? Let's get that boat invite. It was either that. or Andy Samberg, I'm on a boat. <laughs> what was our other one? Uh, David Lee Hoth. David Lee Hoth. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's such a good name. Yeah, you have such good pun. boat names. <laughs> well, I hope, Josh is I hope a good you have a boat one day. Boat punter. Yeah, I'm, I kind of live in a punder dome. 
Do you, you like puns? You'd be <clears throat> you'd be an excellent producer on The Bachelor. <coughs> yeah. I feel I see that. I feel that. I mean, one of the categories <laughs> on Josh Woody every Friday. Because I, I had a I have a friend who was we used to work there together. His name's Adam Mansfield. Shout out to Adam. Adam and he was up? really good at puns. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you guys watch like Bachelor in Paradise and you watch cast members interviews, you know, they'll be yeah. like, it's a beach or whatever. I'm so terrible. at puns, But I think I feel so like that's why I think that's the connection. Ken. Ken. Okay. I think you'd be good at it. I mean, listen, we got to get you in for Josh Birdie. OK, it's the fastest game show on the <laughs> oh, internet. It's the fastest game show on the Internet. I think you'd be perfect mm. for it because okay. it's, it's either or questions and half the questions are actual trivia and half the questions are based on Can my we opinion. play now. Sure. Let's do it. We'll do a quick. We'll do a quick round. I love how yes, Andy, you guys are. Yeah. Way of life. Way of go. life. Just um, living life like mm. Courtney. Let's get a punderdom in here. What do you think, Ken? Um, yeah, is she competing against uh, you? Uh, punderdom. You don't want to compete. I'm going to think every pun is a meh. Yeah, that's true. Ken but, does not like but, but but I have to think about the answers about what Josh thinks, not about yes. what you think. No, no pun stuff. I'm terrible at pun no, stuff. Th- it's no. You have to say, do you like it? Do you say okay or no? Meh. Okay. Okay. Okay or no? Mess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Here we go. I'm so right. excited. I'm go. scared. Okay. Here we go. Okay. The Punderdome. Okay. Okay. Someone overshares on social media, they would be called. Oh, these are for Steve and Mike. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. These are for Steve Zaragoza and Mike Falzon. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. We'll do the ones from last week. Uh, these are dog breeds. Okay, oh. These are these are dog breeds. Oh, I love here dogs. We go. Here okay. We great. Go. All right. And here we go. Uh. All the spots look like Gale King. You have a Galemation. Like a Dalmatian, but a Galemation. <laughs> Gale-mation. Wait, I don't I don't know. You understand. say okay or meh. Meh. Okay. All right. Does Gale have spots? I'm confused. No, no, it's like a like a combination. <laughs> it's a dog. Okay, Ken, you'll, maybe your you'll get this on one. one. <laughs> Here we go. He Ken is up always Sorry, a meh. yeah, I'm also handling yeah. Go. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of loading 276 Game of Thrones episodes to our new podcast feed, and it's driving. I've just literally been doing this for 24 hours. Yeah, Ken's gonna break his computer in half. All right, are you ready for this one? Yeah. It's the perfect dog for an auto mechanic. It's a wrench bulldog, like no. a French uh, bulldog. No. No. Okay. okay. It's the security dog at Disney World. It's an Epcot Weiler. That's amazing. Okay, she likes that one. Epcot Weiler. Okay. That sounds so cool. It's like, what do you have? I, I, this is Jeremy. He's an Epcot Weiler. Right. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. There you go. I love uh, that. It's half pig, half dog. It's a pork shirt terrier. Pork shirt terrier is amazing. <laughs> that's, Get it. That's good. That's right. good. She loves Icelandic music. She's a bork shirt terrier. No. No, we got a good uh, reaction. Okay. Icelandic reminds me of water bottles. <laughs> okay. It's an inquisitive dog. It's a Weiberian husky. <laughs> That's See? the best one. It's complete opposite. That's the best week. one. Okay, how a about this Weiberian one? Weiberian husky. It's a dog that loves the biblioteca. It's a chihuahua. Yeah. Like, you like that? She yeah. likes that one. Yeah. Okay. I don't uh, love it, but I like it. He's the coolest dog at the frat. He's the Brodigian Ridgeback. No. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's trying too hard. Okay. Unlike all his brothers and sisters, this one doesn't go nuts. It's a Calmeranian. Amazing. Okay, she likes that. I one. love that. They're ch- they're Every girl on Instagram would own a Calmeranian, <laughs> right? Like wow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but that would hit. You want a big dog? That dog slaps. I want a big up, dog. If you go up to the Carmel Valley, you can see my mother-in-law's two big dogs. She's got a Great Pyrenees and a Great Dane. Wait, you have a, you have like so. Wait, where is Carmel Valley? Uh, just south of Big Sur. Yeah. 
to South Carmel, right? Yeah, Carmel. Okay, so you Carmel said Carmel Valley, so I was confused. So Carmel oh, by the sea, and then Carmel Valley is the inland, just like wow, you LA. are rich. I'm not rich. No. Are you kidding? You go up there, and it's like, oh, it's no wonder perfect. Reese Witherspoon made Big Little Eyes happen mm. here. Yeah, it's mm. amazing. I, who would not want to live there? Well, I love Carmel. That's our eventual goal: is retire to the Carmel. Really? Yeah. And then do this from there. Yeah. Open up some. Yeah, and own a Carmelian. Well, I want to go to Big Bear and just live up there on the mountains. Yes. Same. My fiance won't follow me, but we'll work that out. Maybe we can work out some situation. Yep. We'll Maybe you and I can, because I yep. want a cabin in Arrowhead and Ooh. Big Burr. Big Burr. Yeah, Burr. But my, my great great aunt <laughs> uncle lived Big in Burr. Green Valley Lake for like 30 years, and so we oh, go there. Gorgeous. We love it up there. But Josh right. will be in Carmel mm-hmm. eating that Danish olive up there. Yep. Oh, that cherry Danish. We could run a Danish <laughs> shop. Cherry Danish. And an artist in sweater shop. Yes, correct. And Do I you... want to run the only late night food truck in Carmel by the Sea, because when I was there for my wedding, yeah. there was no <gasps> food. You got married night. there? Yeah. That's where my wife is from. She was born and raised. She That's went to Carmel incredible. High School. Carmel I need to meet her. She's Let me great. get in on that circle. She knows you. You guys have met before. We have? Yeah, she worked at Show Me Your Moo You guys did an event with Clever. What? That's so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. We yeah. did do that. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. God, LA's so small. It's a small place. All right, your it. final three. You ready? Yep. They're the trains of the canine world. They're Freight Danes. Yeah, that's good. She likes that one. Freight Danes. She's a lady in the free streets, but a freak in knees in the streets. Wow. <laughs> no. no. Wow. And how about for Halloween, he's dressing like a taxi. He's a Cabrador retriever. Cabrador retriever. <laughs> that so was so fun. These are these are questions in Joshberty. This is the silliness. Did you come up with those? Yeah. That's you're so creative. Uh, so I don't know. Pick about an that. opponent. Pick come by on a Friday. Yeah. Okay. Play for play for keeps. I think one of our uh, prizes next is a you got mail soundtrack. You we've got our buddy DJ Oldboy. Wait, you've us. got mail's my favorite Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie? Are you kidding? Of course. It takes place during Christmas. Also, people True. forget it that Dave Chappelle is in You Got Mail. He is in You Got Mail. I it always forget I mean, that. Tom Hanks, Christmas, Meg Ryan, bookstore, the romance, Dave Chappelle. It's basically dun, Notting dun, Hill dun, in dun. America. It's basically Notting Hill in America. So I'll save this for when you come on Josh Pretty. What okay? is this? This is the CD to the You've Got What's Mail. What's a CD? <laughs> Nasty. You guys, Carol King's on this. Yeah. God. The cranberries. You better win your Josh Brady. Anyone at all. Yeah. Man. We got to give a quick shout out since we started on it. DJ Oldboy sent us two CDs that are going to be Josh Brady uh, contestant winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we're going to do a little Shark Week theme with Greg Miller and Nick Scarpino. Uh, we also give a shout out to our buddy Laserbolt, who made us, we created a board game here. It's called Futility, the actual game of living. This is so fun. <laughs> and uh, we he made us 3D models of like things. So there's Maui and um, what's this guy's name? The scary guy that I'm scared of? Pennywise. Pennywise. Mm-hmm. And then here's Yoda. And then this is, uh, what's this guy's name? This guy? Is it Jason? Jason. 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 Yeah. I don't Jason. do horror movies. <laughs> Stop it. Whoa. Um, Ken, did you did you guys see Fast and Furious 9? No, not yet. I didn't know. I have I've a seen Fast 5. So, so unless it comes out That's via it. like the Black Widow yeah. style, I'm yeah. not going to be able to see it for about a year. There's, uh, this is kind of a spoiler, mm-hmm. but there are a couple lines exchanged about Star Wars and it's incredible. In Fast 9. In Fast 9. Because well, they go to space, right? Who? It has nothing between Charlize Theron. Okay. Theron. Full cut Charlize. Charlize Theron and another actor. Oh, like a spoiler? Okay. You would very much enjoy the couple lines that are changed. All right. Well, I'll start at one, work my way back up to nine. (laughs) No, you can just watch nine. We also need to give a shout out to our buddy, Danny Medina. We got a lot of presents yesterday. It was amazing. Uh, Ikeka, you can bring up these pictures. She got, look at what he got, Lil Rosie. Let's see. I think you'll really enjoy. Look at that. Oh, my God. 
God, what? Are you kidding <laughs> no. me? That's the most beautiful Snow White ever. I know. She's so sweet. That's she was amazing. so excited when she had it on, too. Really? Because yeah. it's. I feel like it's, it's babies either love it or don't love it. No, you she know loves what I mean? it. I mean, you should see her in sunglasses. You wouldn't think a four-month-old would love sunglasses as much as my baby. And there's the other one. Look at her with her little. She's so sweet. I'm obsessed. Are you... Um, obsessed with my daughter? Yeah. No, that's not what I was going to ask. Mm. It's... um. I mean, your your daughter is so stunning. Oh, thank you. Do you ever she feel looks like, like me? So thanks, Naz. I appreciate do you ever that. get that? Uh, it, she does look haircut? like you. No, <laughs> but I think people often wonder who like don't have kids, or I don't know, even know what I'm trying to ask. You know, when people like just suffocate you with with pictures of their children, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. just like don't know what to say. Yeah, like what do you say? Well, I try not to be that dude. Like, look, look, look. Because yeah. I'm obviously obsessed with my daughter. But and also you created life. I know. So it's like, it's astonishing. I know. And you know, <laughs> but like Ken, not a big mm. baby guy, but when Rosie mm. comes in, he loves her. Yeah. Right. Love babies. But Ken, mm-hmm. do you ever feel this way? I don't know if you have, you don't have children. Okay. So. God, no. <laughs> he does have a life-size Ewok. Though. So when I people do. show you pictures of their kids, mm-hmm. what what do you say? I'm there for them in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not. I'm not lying. When Rosie comes, she's the cutest thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, exactly. But what if she wasn't? I know that's the hard part. What if a man she... and I think to ourselves, like, is our baby not that cute? No, but I don't even mean physically. <laughs> Do need, I don't you even stand mean... above the big crib. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I see. That's. A thing. I don't mean physically because I think all humans are beautiful. Sure. Oh, I thanks, mean nice. like in in attitude and behavior and personality. Like a child mm. comes in and is just a terror, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the parents like this is. Little Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's Poor getting crushed Jeremy's today. <laughs> and Jeremy spoke. Yeah. Um, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. problem. Like, I trust Josh and Amanda that when Rosie hits that two, three age where she might be a little terror, whether right. against just you know just nature's way, yeah. that they'll they'll clamp it down. Totally. We yeah. uh, yeah. run it like a, yeah. a communist regime. Like, how did you change after like, becoming like, a father? Wow, that's a deep question, there, Naz. Um, this is why she's the leader of Heartbroken Anonymous. See, now, <laughs> exactly. now you're going to get me to start crying. Um, no, that's not why. I'm just curious. I, I think we all hear about men who say, you know, I love my children, but when I had a daughter, it really changed me. Yeah. And so I'm curious if you had that feeling, and if so, like, how? Yeah, I um, I don't I sh- I don't get high. Like, I don't smoke that much weed ever. But if I do, I get way too cerebral. Mm. And I start thinking about, like, I'm going to have to kill a 15-year-old boy if he's ever mean to my daughter kind of a thing. Right. Right? Exactly. And I'm, I sure. want to be very protective, but also very much like, hey, I need you to make your own decisions. This is your life, yada, yada, right. yada. Right. But I want her to love her dad forever. And I know that's just going to be teenage years or these six years, seven years. Like, hey, you, dad. And it's going to break my heart. And yeah. I think about that way too much. Yeah. But also, <clears throat> like, I look into this little girl's eyes every day, and I'm I'd like, it has opened a whole new emotional portal for me. Somebody that was already like very heavily emotional. Mm. You know, I'm the kind of guy that cries all the time. I'm scared of everything. I love that um, about you. So I have like, you know, my ups and downs. Have you ever felt shame around that? Have you ever been scared or embarrassed about being no. a man who's in tune with his emotions? I think that we unfortunately make men feel like that. I have never been because I'm just, I'm not that kind of guy. That's just, like, amazing. I mean, I am who I am. I'm not, um, I'm not trying to pull any punches. I'm right. not, you know, right. I scream during movies. I cry during movies. I yell during Steeler games. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so being in a fraternity, you never felt like you had to 
hold back on that part of yourself. Oh, definitely not. I, That's amazing. I wasn't in like a meathead fraternity. We okay. were Sigma There was no song. like toxic masculinity. No, I don't think okay. so. You know, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I think toxic, toxic masculinity, as much as I judged yesterday, uh, do you know, you know, Natasha Martinez, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Natasha was talking about a guy she dated who had the friends mirror around his eye hole, like in his apartment. No. And I was like, it's a little much. Well, that's not OK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, as Larry David talks, would say, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay. So, what? what okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Larry yeah. Larry David. David. Okay. So I think that there's there's no there. Toxic masculinity is really tough because I think there's like a fine wire of right. it. But I think that masculinity and femininity nowadays, especially, really have a, a, an amazing place together in that Venn diagram. Right. And we all have all of it, right? Correct. It's so, yeah. 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 But it's, it's interesting. Uh, having been in an alpha male environment for 17 years of my old job, it's, it's pretty rampant. Right. It is. It is. And it's hard. Because they don't see the levels that they, it goes to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel for, because, you know, a lot of, Hetero men will come to Heartbroken Anonymous, which is a support group I run for people that are heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them could have used that about eight years ago. <laughs> and it's not just romantic heartbreak, it's anything. So sure. if you're like unemployed or you don't have a home or you had a heart attack or a miscarriage. The Dolphins haven't won a spin in a Super Bowl since the eighties. Does that count? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Actually, someone came and I don't know who's gonna Probably make you laugh. Fan. Someone came when Brady left. Oh uh, yeah. Because it was such was it, it was so close to their identity. It was a woman. Oh wow. So um oh, I thought it was our friend, but it's a very real thing. But yeah, shout out to Jared Haven because Jared, I love you. You're yeah. the best. Um, but gotcha. what was I going to say? Oh, it can be, yeah. If you're emotionally your identity invested in it. Yeah. I was going to say is they come to the meetings and they're like, you know, if it's for a breakup, they're mm-hmm. like, I can't talk to my friends about this because they're just going to tell me to move on or they're going to tell me, you know, she was crazy. You're going to save so much money now. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that I feel like sometimes men don't have the space to grieve or the yeah. support system. Talk to about grieve. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I think that was one of the magical things about a couple of years ago, my brother had cancer and we like had never had like brotherly sit down communication things before. Wow. Like best friends our entire life. Isn't that but there crazy? wasn't like a, we never had those you know, let's talk about life kind of things. I've had more like talk about life moments with Ken and Mark Ellis than I have with my own brother. But yeah. um, I think that's like the difference between friends and family sometimes. But, you know, when you are faced with death and you're faced with a life moment, right. you and your brother find a uh, a different again, like when I have my daughter, a different level of emotional availability. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's very, very important. Um, I think therapy is important. I think talking to people is very important. And yeah. I think Putting your heart out there and putting like your emotions on your sleeve is very important because you never know if somebody else is going through the same thing you're going through. Yeah. And you might make yeah. a great friend through it. And we all are. We're all going through the same stuff. We yeah. all just want to feel like we belong. Yeah. Correct. And we all want to feel like we're at home. But that's so awesome yeah. that your daughter has done that for uh, you. She's like, it's the, I mean, I get ready. I never <laughs> liked waking up before. I'm a morning person. I love yeah. the morning, but I never liked waking up. What's it's your favorite thing. part? About like when she like wakes up. Or so I go into the crib and like Amanda, be like ah, she's up and I'll like sp- I'll, I'll spring out of bed. That's ding, ding, so ding. cool. Because I love like you lean over the crib and she's just like, oh, this guy is back. I love him. Oh my god. And we like dance in the morning and I change her diaper and we have a bottle and it's like you know. It's you know what it time. is, and I think you know what's tough having got someone who. I think you guys know I love my father and I'm yeah. close with him. And I think what has been hard for him is that when you are that teeny um, up into a certain age, you are in a you are like a dog in a way where you're giving 
your parents' unconditional love. Correct. And we as humans never get that, right? Mm -hmm. Love is so mm -hmm. conditional. When you right. date someone, you kind of have to change. And you're like, ugh, mm -hmm. you have to compromise. When you have a dog, it just like loves you. And when you have a baby, it just loves you. But yeah. unlike dogs, humans then form their own opinion and personalities mm -hmm. yeah. and then want to do things. And I think that, I don't know, I'm... Growing up, I was just like, oh, let me do what I want. I'm such a good kid. I don't understand. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I'm like, that must have been so heartbreaking for my father for me mm -hmm. to leave home. Mm -hmm. Like, when I think about how much they've done for me, when I think about how probably loving I was <laughs> as yeah. a baby. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, we're so different. But listen, they raised okay. you to be your own person. You know, I went to one of those high Some schools. Some parents do. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Your parents <clears throat> let you do. Well, or? My parents actually, I'm a black sheep in my family, and oh, I no. think if it was up to my parents, I would have like gone. It. It's also hard because I'm first generation, so I think a yeah. lot of us inherit our, inherit our parents' dreams. But yes, my dad was always like, "You're amazing. You're the best. You're Naz. You're a Perez. You're Naz Perez. You can do anything you want." So that was really helpful. But mm -hmm. also, they're, you know, they're very like Catholic, and mm -hmm. they were just different in a lot of different ways. Right. And I think I felt like I had to, I'm so happy that I like stood up for myself and just like kind of like did what I want and hmm. wanted to discover parts of myself on my own. You yeah. Know? No. And I think that's, that's really important. I, you know, my brother and I, like I said, very, very different kids, um, all growing up, but so different that we have a very common bond. Wait, that's right? so cool. All of you guys are different. No, it's just me and him. Oh, you just, yeah, him. just okay. us two. Okay. But you know, and then my mom and dad were very much the parents you know, they both worked long hours and they were very hardworking people. And mm -hmm. so my brother and I had a lot of time on our own, which really gave us the opportunity to make our own decisions. Right. I went to a really like uppity high school where parents were super involved in kids sports and mm -hmm. like yelling at coaches about playing time. And my parents were always like, if you're not good enough, you're not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're not studying yeah. hard enough, your grades are going to show it. I'm right. not going to go to a teacher and be like, why doesn't my kid have an A? Right. He doesn't have an A because he didn't read great expectations. Right. I don't want to tell you. I tried the cliff notes and it didn't go yeah. that well. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, but also like if my parents had their wish, I'd still be in Pittsburgh, you know, like selling cars for my dad or like, that's what I'm, that's what I mean. Right. It's like they, they wanted you to be yourself, but also if it was up to them, we'd be next door. We'd right. Live next door. So how do you find that balance as a parent? It's fascinating. And I, I often me. wonder because I do want to be a mom one day and I often wonder like, is there a right way to parenting? Mm -hmm. And I don't think, I think the answer is no. But I'm sure, did you ever look back and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this. Or I am going to do this that my parents did with my kid. I don't know. Like, I had pretty cool parents. When I look back at it, That's awesome. there's a few times where I'm like, they got it wrong. Right? Maybe, maybe I wish they would have asked me what I wanted to do and like helped me pursue that mm -hmm. because I probably would have had a leg up by the time I like got to college or moved to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, like sports was life and they just figured I'd go to Penn State and just major in business and do what my brother did and that was never going to be me. Wow. I could have like majored in broadcast journalism and like been a local sports anchor and then worked mm -hmm. my way to ESPN or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but listen, I am where I am in my life and there's no looking back on it. It right. didn't like right. it didn't ruin my childhood where my parents were like, "Listen, yeah. you're going to go to the priesthood?" And we're going to be a Catholic priest because yeah. we've always wanted one in the family. Right. Right. And so that, but that didn't happen. And I'm I, like, the fact that they let me make my own decisions. Listen, I can blame my parents for that, but I also could have been like, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm going to pursue that. But yeah. I didn't because I loved partying and I love right. being with people and I right. love just like doing this. Yeah. So, it's funny you say that because I grew up very Catholic. Obviously, I'm named after too. Jesus of Nazareth. And <laughs> I discovered through therapy that I 
think of life in very black and white terms, I think, because mm-hmm. I was socialized to think mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Um, and so I'm always look when I make any decision in life, I'm always searching for the right decision. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing there is no right decision. Should big. I date this person? Should I move here? Should I take this job? And I'm always like, which is the right one? And I ask a million people and I'm always like, oh, I don't know what to do. And at the end of the day, you make a decision mm-hmm. and then if it didn't work out with that person, you learn so much from it anyway. Like, there's no yeah. such thing as a wrong decision, I guess, is what I'm trying I to understand. say. I grew up uh, being taught the decision's either safe or not safe. And I always chose safe, which meant, meant I was very sheltered. I st- like, I haven't done a drug to this day because I'm like, well, mom said that's not good. Right, yeah. right. And and uh, when I finally drank alcohol at 26, I was like, I didn't tell them for two years. Wow, Ken. Yeah, so I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I think through therapy, you look back, I look at my parents mistakes and all and there were some mistakes and there was a lot of successes yeah. you go just two humans trying to figure it out that's what right. i mean that's what i mean there's no and you right forgive and or forget or forgive and yeah and yeah and i think the ultimate goal in life is accepting right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and a good whiskey it's so hard yeah. and good whiskey and good whiskey with a with a large ice cube oh yeah. i love the i don't really ice. like whiskey but i like the aesthetic of whiskey yeah i like i like how the i'm John per- Hamm nature i like it. how i'm perceived <laughs> this is so yeah. superficial no, i i like if i had like a glass of whiskey and by the way i don't even love drinking like really? ever i really don't i hate yeah. it it like hurts my stomach i like to wake up in the yeah, morning and work out i like to like not be bloated and i like to not feel like shit mm. but then every now and then i'm like let's get drunk you know yeah. but even then i always remember what's going on that night i've never been like Ugh. but anyways no, it affects <laughs> it affects everyone differently yeah but i like holding a glass uh-huh. and like ordering whiskey and there being a very large beautifully cut ice cube in it and i like how i'm and it's like oh that there's drinking whiskey yeah. <laughs> but that's so not maybe, such a loser. maybe it's because you, <laughs> i don't know if josh because chokes aside you might have been introduced to drinking earlier where yeah. like when i was finally able to go to a bar and be like uh, uh jameson rocks two fingers right <laughs> that felt really adult and cool like don't you feel yeah. so cool you're just like <clears throat> where did yeah. where do they see me now yeah. back in yeah. elementary school Look yeah at me now. and it's i'm such a loser you guys and i don't care to admit it Bless but you. even like i went home for fourth of july in florida and my friends are making nice. aperol spritz and they're Ooh. like do you want an Aperol spritz? And I'm like, of course. And then I got it, and I'm like, so what's in this? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm I don't even you. know. Amanda lives for an Aperol spritz. Yeah. I mean, I'm a loser. I'm yeah, a loser. Loser. Uh, this is a, a good quick trick. Josh, uh, sorry. Um, so where can people sign up for Heartbroken Anonymous yes. and get this kind of well uh, uh, in-depth conversation with you? Support. So it's um, basically how it works, just so everyone knows. It's not a 12-step program, but it's where people come and share and listen to stories of heartbreak to remind each other that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And sharing is not mandatory. So you, I do two meetings a month virtually on Zoom. Um, all information is at, is at heartbrokenanonymous.com. Mm-hmm. And we also have an Instagram at heartbroken underscore anonymous. Um, or you guys can DM me at Naz Perez. It's like right up there on the screen. And yeah. I will answer any questions you have. But yeah, it's an awesome place to go if you're going through anything. Um, I think when we're all experiencing heartbreak, which the official definition is overwhelming distress. Mm-hmm. And I hate that when we when people hear the word That's, heartbreak, yeah. we immediately think a girl in matching pajamas in a rom-com eating ice cream on a bed. Right. And that's not what heartbreak is. Heartbreak mm-hmm. is anything like a lot of people come because they're heartbroken within themselves they're like i lack motivation i feel depressed you know people are 
people that struggle with addiction are like, you're helping me fix the reason why I'm drinking, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it is. And I think it's, we always think it's happening to us, right? right. Like it's like some, if something's happening in your apartment or you lose your job, you're like, the world sucks. It's all happening to me. And then you go to Heartbroken Anonymous, you hear other people's stories and you're like, oh, this is okay. I'm not alone. And you're mm -hmm. also doing something really nice because you're giving someone else a listening ear that may not have anyone else to talk to about it. So that's what Heartbroken Anonymous is. Meetings last that. about like an hour, hour and a half. And it's really cool. People from all walks of life, any age, any race, any gender, whatever you, you identify with, people come. How many meetings do you start by just playing rock sets? It must have been love. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been love. Oh, do we have to pay for that if I sing? No. Nah, um, we'll, you know, what's, you you know what I miss, Ken, about <laughs> doing them in person? Because I was doing them in person before the That's pandemic. Sure. Is I actually did have a playlist going. And the Heartbroken Anonymous playlist is. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I like it. I'll have to share that with you. Any journey on there? That's a good one. Journey's not on there. Journey <laughs> reminds me of dive bars. Oh, man. Journey's my favorite band of all time. But like when you're going through heartbreak? I mean, don't stop believing. Just like get out there. Yeah. Don't stop believing. Right? Yeah. That's a good so crying song. What do you guys listen to when you want to cry? <sighs> or what do you watch? Probably the Braveheart soundtrack. What do I, <laughs> Braveheart what do I watch? Uh, Up in the Air. That's Ooh. Clooney's kind of me. Yeah. Uh, which is not a great. Oh, uh, Up in the air is so good with Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's the Mark Steve Martin picture? Uh, uh, Shop Girl. Because um, it took me years to realize I was Steve Martin, and it took me another year to realize he's the bad guy. <laughs> and I had to make some changes based yeah, on that. Yeah, wow. And then I'll put on Bob Dylan doing Congratulations yes. on the Traveling Wilburys <laughs> Volume 1. Oh, I love that. Traveling Wilburys and the other super group I really like is Temple of the Dog. Who's in Chris oh, Cornell. I'm going hungry. Chris Cornell, Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Um, Mid-90s. Dave Grohl? Is Eddie Vedder the one that sings, Take Me Home? No, that's Eddie Money. Eddie oh, Eddie. Eddie Vedder's lead singer, Pearl Jam. See, my brain First time they've ever been confused in history. My brain. Nasparas, everybody. Let's hear it for her. My brain was going through the Rolodex, and it was like, who do you know named Eddie that sings? That's, that's, and I was I like, take that. me home tonight. It's a great one. I don't want to let you Guys, can we just, back to music, yeah. Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> Underrated film. I Underrated. It's just the soundtrack to my South Florida life. If I had a band, it would be called Florida Disco. Oh, I like that. Good. Yes. And, it would uh, not be the Miami Sound Machine. It would not be Miami Sound Machine. I love Florida them. Di yeah, great. Gloria Stefan was like my mom's minivan soundtrack. I don't know another song that could just like really get anyone moving. No, that, That's the yeah. one I separated my shoulder to in college. Really? <laughs> Yeah. That was the one that was the theme <laughs> song. Separated my shoulder. Well, I tried to do a running, like run off the wall, Ken, and I landed Ooh. on the shoulder. That's a good one. That one in Bailamos. That was the uh, theme song for the Miami Dolphins defense in the early 90s. They called themselves the Miami Pound Machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Dolphin fan. Wait, so I was like, just going to yeah. ask, wait, so you're a Dolphin fan. So a, did you live in Miami? No, nah, I've never been to Miami. I'm also a New York Yankee fan. Wait, why are you a Dolphins fan? Uh, Dan Marino. I grew up three hours south Dan of- Dan Shula or Dan Marino? Don Shula. No, Don I, Shula. Uh, Marino. Uh, I grew up three hours south of San Francisco. Yeah. And when they went Super Bowl against the Niners, everyone in my school rooted for the Niners. I was like, I'm going to root for the Dolphins. And that was a bad decision. So you're a contrarian. So then yep. you just stuck with it. You're like, I, I got on this wagon. I can't get off of can't it. Get like, off. I committed. Can't get off. It's so funny. <laughs> I that literally Sammy I'm, Smith's gonna save us. I'm the worst person ever because growing up in South Florida, it's not it's the opposite of what Boston and sports is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like Nonchalance. people, it's just people go for fun. But we have, yeah. you know, the Florida Panthers. Sure. The, I guess it's different up in Tampa because the lightning and the rays are like good. I, yeah, and I used to work. And now the Bucks. Yeah, and now the Bucks, exactly. But down in South Florida, when you got the Panthers, 
the former Florida Marlins. Now the Miami Marlins. Now the Miami Marlins. It's just, you know what I mean? So when LeBron went to the Heat, the heat? everyone's like, oh, I'm such a Heat fan. And I was like, no, you weren't. Yeah. You went because you got the honor roll wheel and there was like a free ticket to go to a Heat game mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. That's how easy the Heat tickets were. It's exactly. kind of like, and I'm going to say it straight up because my buddy's from Boston and he'll back me up on this one. Nobody was a Patriots fan before Tom Brady got there. Wait, really? Nobody. They didn't even have, like, barely anybody even showed up to the games. And all of a sudden, Tom Brady takes them to the freaking Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm a huge Pats fan. Oh, my God. You are you weren't. You cared about the Red Sox, the Bruins, and the Celtics. And the Patriots were some team that played at Foxborough. You weren't a fan. You weren't. You weren't. Josh, that's those were some very strong words. And I'm very scared for the comment section. Go ahead. Um, Yell at me. That was a I'm a Steelers fan. We were terrible. Then we were good in the 70s. And then the entire city is stuck by it day in, day out. Men die the men die at the stadium and they have their funerals at the Concourse B outside Gate A. Look, you just didn't have Steve Grogan as your quarterback. If you had Grogan as your quarterback in the eighties, you might have been different. I'm gonna use that. I I don't I'm so not like when it I love sports when it comes to football. I'm just like, you know, my parents. I just, You're just a baseball. I'm player. not You're a football. Baseball. I'm bad. I actually NBA is like NBA. my top. NBA. But what I'm gonna use, I like to like use lines like that, Ken. Mm. Where so I'll just file that away. File away. So Steve when Grogan. I have whiskey in my hand and a big ice cube, I'm gonna be like, well, if Grogan was your quarterback, <laughs> oh. <on the> Steelers. <laughs> and then and then when they ask follow up questions, I'm always like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like should've, I'll be right back. Yeah, well, it should have been Tony Easton. Just go. <laughs> Easton was a flop. Yeah. Easton was a flop. Ended up in East Rutherford with the Jets. I don't know. I don't know what All right. This is. I got it. I have two things I want to bring up before okay. we get to videos. Okay, cool. Okay, so Daniel. I'm having so much fun. I'm glad. You're the best. This Thanks, is amazing. Guys. You're the best. All right. Daniel M says, Josh, that mustache is on point. I'm currently rocking a stash oh, after going as Ron Swanson to a sitcom themed birthday party. Now, I'm. Wait, so is it a mustache if no, it's connected no, no. to the. So here's what I did. Okay. Amanda hates my mustache. Okay. Really? The fir- our first Thanksgiving together as a couple, I was doing November. Oh, and it, it was like the thickest, hideous, most hideous mustache. Really? So I buzzed the beard was thicker. Obviously, I buzzed it down to one. And I did my hair and yeah. beard this morning, and I didn't do the mustache. And she didn't say anything when I left the house. So mm-hmm. I'm it, I, nobody say anything to her. I'm gonna see how long it takes for her to actually notice that I'm not buzzing the mustache. It could go days. It could go days. Do you feel so? When I've never been blonde, but when women dye their hair blonde or whoever dyes their hair blonde, I think. They feel like a different person. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a different person when you have a mustache? Yeah. Do you guys feel like Don Draper and Mad Men? Did he have a mustache? I don't think I don't so, know. but like, do you feel like that era I, and that I time mean, period? It, yeah, I, I occasionally, feel especially like a 1980s with, frat guy. Yeah, especially <laughs> when I was in uh, in wrestling, I would I would do the handlebar, and mm-hmm. that transforms you. Yeah. Wait, Ken, you wrestled? Oh yeah. I was a manager and a booker, ran an indie company for a few years, and been in and out of the business for like twenty years. Wait, so, yeah. what was your wrestling name? Oh, Tex Tunney, what? last scion of the Great Southern Promoters. What? Tex Tunney. I had a stable called the Territory Kings. Yeah. Stop. This yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, wrestling was the shit back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Been in one match in my life. Mm-hmm. And did you win? Uh, no, it was the end of a feud. It was a hardcore match. I got put through a table, and it ended up in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and the only dream of my life that's come true, other than working with Josh Marking guy. Oh, <laughs> wait. So, so do we need to have a rematch now, years later? He can't I, back do, is that what the people want? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Fed's still going. I think yeah. you. I think you should come out of retirement. Okay. I think you should. Ken has a gym bring in the his stash back. Just rebrand yourself. You could be the Tom Selleck. Ooh. The, what was your name? Te- Tex Tunney. You could be Tex Tom Selleck. 
Grace won't let me do the handle. I did it once for the Schmodown, and I had to sleep in the garage for three days. You bring up an interesting point, so because I've never... I've had my first real serious relationship recently. I don't even like saying serious because I think they're all serious if you feel that they are. Um, But when you're with someone for a long time, is like, is it a mutual decision? Like your facial hair? Is that like a mutual decision you guys have to make? How do you guys feel about that? I can't shave this off. How do you guys feel about that? Because I believe the equivalent on my end would probably be like, can... Because men don't like it when women sometimes get filler or Botox. I have a couple friends that are like, can I sleep over while it's swollen? And Mm. then I'll go home because I feel like blank and blank is going to kill me. And and as someone who's been single a lot of my life, I'm like, this is crazy. It's your body. So what do you you guys think about that? Well, okay. (laughs) I I don't want you guys to sleep in the garage tonight. I'll take this. I'm just genuinely curious. I I like the facial hair. I like the scruff. Uh, I've said that we're going to, so we're starting to do a weight loss challenge here in, in the beginning of August, August 4th through October 28th. Nice. Ken, myself, and E. Kiker are doing it. Nice. And I was going to grow out a beard the whole time. But then I like, my beard just gets too, I don't like the look of it. My face just looks so fat when it's a big beard. And it's already fat when it's a small beard. So like, I need to That's lose debatable. a little bit. I need to lose a little bit. But I like the scruff. So I don't ever want to be clean shaven Apple again. Scruff, Amanda yep. likes the scruff. So we're totally in agreement with that. I had scruff at the wedding. Uh, I will have scruff forever. I, but. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind like clean shaving into a mustache every November. I, so I how does how does this work? So then you want that. So then do you have a conversation? You're like, so this is what I want, and no, then I just do it, and then she gets upset, it. and then she comes back around. She's like, oh, it's so hideous. And then she she calls it hideous, but she lives with it. She married me, and she knows that she all the time is like, you know what, you married. <laughs> Cause like yeah. you know, the other I know, day but, she came but home she and didn't Rosie was marry, doing a slip But she didn't marry a guy with a mustache. <laughs> no, so that, there, there's the it's argument, true. right? She didn't actually yeah, commit to a guy with a mustache. Yeah, See, but I'm not gonna. I'm not a mustache guy. Like I can't yeah, yeah. rock the mustache. I think yeah, anyone can rock. Be, I think anybody can rock anything they want. <sighs> See, I but, think that's yeah. like limited beliefs, right? I don't need to get Keith Raniere in here. I just, I just, Nexium, are you going to start playing volleyball? Nexium, but that is a limited belief. <laughs> you can rock whatever you want. Okay. I, I support that. I Mustaches should probably go. But my dad's had the same mustache for 45 years. Yeah, so yeah. it's weird because, you know, I'm, I'm engaged to a working actor. So physical appearance is something that's very important. In it, and I'm, I'm, I'm whatever she needs, cut her hair short, cut her hair long. It's all good. She does control a little bit. Like, I, I, I could shave the beard, obviously, but she does not like that, does not approve. Mm. She changed the, the way I dress subtly, slowly over the years because she was like, mm, you're not red carpet ready, and I need yeah. you to stop looking like you're an F- off-duty FBI dad at a <laughs> soccer yeah, game. kind of like that look, though. Off-duty FBI guy. Well, I, ca- I came from that world. I was a director of public safety. All my friends were cops. and all that. So it's like, yeah, we all look like... I've, we went to one party. Remember the Menunos party? And yeah. the guy the guy came up to me. We're all walking, all the schmoes. He comes to me and goes, you cop? And I was like, God damn, no. <laughs> Can so I go into the party? But is like, it the stash or is it the clothes? No, I've never had a stash. No, no. It's the back demeanor. Well, your clothes. beard. No, like, I couldn't have a beard. Back oh, God. Now he's High and tight. And, yeah, and it's like you just, there's a demeanor. You just, you're just yeah. used to, you yeah. know, whatever. So I'm glad she's changed things. Well, I blame pop culture for that one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay to give up some control. That's so funny. I will tell you guys. When some, I probably shouldn't reveal this, but conversations Uh-oh. that girlfriends have that Uh-oh. I've been a part of is like, oh, I went on a date with this guy. I don't love his style. And the response is always, always, yeah, but you can change that. Every you time. can change that. <laughs> so 
what, so everyone listening, that is totally a thing. And if you're saying it's not a thing, you're, you're in denial. Guess who said that about me to uh-huh. Amanda? All of her girlfriends. Yeah. And guess they're like, who they're still like, wears only Pittsburgh graphic tees and plain pink tees? This guy. <laughs> really? So I like, I like, what is this, salmon? This is a salmon. I love yeah. that color. Thank you. Thanks. It's a great color. It's a good color. <laughs> Speaking of style. <laughs> men should wear more salmon. I, I love men's fashion, by the way. Why do you have ties there? Okay, here's that's a great spe- question. Speaking of like dreams, dreams happening, coming true. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, um, I had Jean Trebek on the show, Alex <laughs> Trebek's wife. That's amazing. And Alex Trebek is my professional hero. My yeah. only dream job since I was ten years old Aww. is to be the next host of Jeopardy. Well, yeah. Well, you should because you have Josh, Josh Birdie. Birdie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I got this note yesterday. And said, Dear Josh, a note of great thanks for having Allison and I on your show last week. We had a really wonderful time. Enclosed are some items from Alex's collection. No. I hope there's one or two good ones. And to share. All the best, Gene. No. And these are five of Alex Alex Trebek's Trebek's ties. It's crazy. These are his ties. Isn't that crazy? It's just the best. His ties. I think few things in life make me speechless. But that is like the most generous coolest thing i've ever I was on I've experienced in the last year and a half how do you feel i, I mean it's like uh, unlike that's any, it's, unbelievable yeah it's um that's like so what is it so you gotta wear them and be the next host of jeopardy I, josh i know it's legacy that's i like, think uh, this one he wore with it with a mustache for sure oh, wait definitely. these ties are unbelievable what if you had the mu- what if it was a manifesting mustache Ooh. and this mustache Ooh. You, you do the mustache, you put on the tie, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always like, it's act as if, right? Ben Affleck <laughs> and Boiler Room. Yes. Act as if. Act as if. Uh, this one would be great in a full Windsor. Are you going to wear These them? These ones are my high school colors, which is crazy. What are you going to do with them? Uh, I'm going to wear a couple of them, and I'm going to keep a couple of them just to, just for me. You need to put them just, in like a glass case. That's what something. he said. Yeah, shadow yeah. box. Shadow, shadow box. is out there. I mean, that's, the, that's like if someone was like, hey, you want this base? It's Paul McCartney's. Yeah. It's Wait, like, that's that. That's yeah. just ties. Can we go back to Gene for a second? Gene is, like, she was unbelievable. But you also, I mean, you and I haven't really hung out, and this mm-hmm. is my first experience, and I think you just, you, you're such a warm human, oh, and I think you. it's hard to, like, come across warm humans, you know? So obviously thank she you. felt so touched by you that she sent these to you. Yeah. It, also, such a testament to, like, who he is and what he means and who he married yeah. behind every great man. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, so cool. I would love to meet Jean. She has her own uh, stationery. stationery. Everybody should. You don't yeah. have one? Uh, I did, and I did. I don't have it anymore, and I would you really should. like to get back I think it. handwritten notes are such a beautiful I, thing that should come back. All the time. I write you know? thank you notes to everybody. Yeah. yeah. I During the pandemic, a couple of friends mailed me letters, and I cried. Oh. They, they just live on the west side. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, um, another, that's another country. I wouldn't that, is, that is totally. But still, it's like they could have easily texted me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think it's such a beautiful thing. Josh, that is... Oh, no. Unbelievable! What was your initial reaction? I, I like, I, we all were silent. Yeah, here. it was kind of we shocked. That's it. what I did. Yeah, that she was like, oh my god. She said um, when she left, she's like, "I'm gonna send you something as a thank you." And I was like, "Okay." I thought she, I don't know. I thought she was gonna like a car, like a car, or not a car, a card. They're yeah. just gonna be like, "Hey, thanks for coming." Whatever. I would have saved this. I would have just framed this from Gene Trebek. <laughs> Here's Alex's Corolla. <laughs> Wait, what? Wow. But and you know what's interesting when someone passes, and, and she writes just like I would imagine Gene yeah, Trebek, yeah. like in that beautiful, uh, my you know, like perfect cursive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a like, what an extraordinary human! Yeah. Because 
when someone passes and thankfully not yet, I haven't had someone that that close pass mm -hmm. away, but it's like, what do you do with their stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm sure parting with it is really hard and <clears throat> how beautiful that she's sort of like giving the gift of Alex away mm -hmm. in a way. Do you I know what I mean? Like it's like immortalized. We talk about it all the keeping time. It, it's so cool. My brother and I talk about it all the time because my dad has a ton of stuff. My dad's still alive. I'm not, like, not pushing him <laughs> off a plank here. Whoa. Yeah. But like we talk about because I a really, really, really close friend of mine, his parents just died and they were going through their I'm house. Sorry. It's crazy. Um and we I was helping him go through their house and they had like, I mean, mountains of stuff, mm. like art and all this kind of stuff. Uh. And I was like, What are you keeping? He's like, if I could, I would keep everything, but I can't Ugh. keep all this stuff. That breaks my heart. So when my pap died when I was thirteen, he was my best friend and I'm I sorry. still have his golf clubs and I never took the grips off. Because my paps, like those were his, where his hands were. Yeah. I don't play with them anymore. They're and in Pittsburgh at home, but I will never ever part with those. And I still have his <laughs> Italian, old Italian man track jacket, Nike track jacket so that cool. I wear every now and then too. And um, you know, I think it's those. It's sentimentality and hoarding are two very different things. But being sentimental about the things that like just bring up those amazing memories you have of yeah, those people, yeah. I think is very important. I don't, you know. <clears throat> I think it's nostalgia. Listen, I, I love love. Same. I, I, you know, I'm very lucky to be in love every single day. Oh, so jealous. It's, <laughs> you're great. It's okay. I love myself. You're great. Um, you, I, but I think nostalgia and love like kind of go hand in hand. Well, when you just said sentimentality and hoarding, I think, I think all of this is like very, it's linked. It's all nuanced. Yeah. yeah. Like my parents won't get rid of anything. Because they are so in love with their sons and their sons' kids and Aww. memories and all this stuff. Like my, right. we have this game over the Fourth of July. It's called the deck toss, and my dad has all of the deck toss year after year, like the the board and the standings and the wow. points. And you know, I think uh, you know my dad collects everything, and it's so magical to see his office and to see all these memories yeah. because. I am I'm sort of like that. I keep yeah. a lot of things, but I don't keep as much as my parents. And I wish that I still had a lot of that stuff. But you have Paps's golf clubs, yeah. and that's really I awesome. Do have Paps golf clubs. That's wild. Yeah, wow. Really? Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, it is. It's like, dude, are you super nostalgic too, Ken? I'm very nostalgic. I mean, my favorite I, movie is The Sandlot. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. I I love nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I, I'm a, as a depressive person that you're kind of locked in the past. Yeah. Anxious people are more afraid of the future, and so yeah. it's like, yeah, I, yeah. I, and it's easy to get lost in that. Yeah, the hoarding. I mean, I have pencils I've had since the second grade that wow. I'm just like, and Grace is like, burn them. <laughs> and so is it you just don't want to part with it? or Yeah, and then once I do, it's okay, but it's hard to, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Letting go and holding on. Yeah. That's, yeah. that. I was just, we said this earlier, it's all about accept radical acceptance and mm -hmm. letting go. Mm -hmm. Like, we're all going to die one day. Yeah. yeah. And you know what the hardest part of this? We can't get attached to things. You're and right, I, and it's hard for me because I love things so much. Yeah, I'm, oddly enough, I'm better with death and people. Not that I don't, but like when my grandfather passed, I got to say goodbye to him, and I mm -hmm. got up, and walked away, and drove and cr yeah. cried home, and yeah. cried on the way home. And I'm like, well, that there you go. I'll have yeah. those memories, and yeah. it's that's for mm -hmm. me. Where then you know I lose a job, and I'm like, remember that job, a <laughs> <laughs> radio job in the nineties, just a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, and it's we get because I think we attach our identity to these yeah, things, yeah. right? And we we all fantasize about what our life would be like if we drove and worked there, and we'd be so mm -hmm. happy. And like we don't actually know. We know that, but yeah, yeah, wild man. What a show! What a what show. a time what to be alive! Time. What a time! You want to you want to smile on our way out? Yeah. All right, let's watch some videos that make me smile. I love it.
<laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right. Okay, watch this. Do you see this? Whoa, what? Yeah. This I, isn't real. I texted Ikaika. I was like, do you think we can do this? And he said, no, I don't. Whoa, I mean, insanity. I don't right? know if you can do body. 245 pounds. Yeah. The body control. The reason, the reason I'm so impressed is that it's on sand. It's sand. Sand is so at, unbalanced. You woman, watch the woman watching. On the bottom left, yeah. she stands up and is like, She's like, what? Whoa, She's like, whoa, whoa what's whoa. going on? Applause, applause. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this is unbelievable. When I get up to fold my blanket when I leave the beach, I trip and fall because uh-huh. that's how unbalanced I feel on sand. Guys, you know, and look, I'm like, my back hurts watching this. this like is the, the landing of holding ever. something like this. So so if you're so <laughs> I I'm always fascinated and curious by like the conversations that took place before this. <laughs> right. Hey, do you think if I jumped on you <laughs> right. and landed on sand and then jumped so that you land on sand, do you think it would work? And then someone was like, yeah. Let's try it. It's Because this is like an MC <laughs> Escher drawing. It's right? so like, creative and incredible. That's how most pro wrestling moves are created. <laughs> they need to be on America's Got Talent. Text Tunny. This is talent. This Text is, could not do this. You know what is kind of crazy? This would be a fun bar trick to have. Like, I jump into your arms or vice versa, or you jump into Kent and like we start doing this. What if it like in the notebook, instead of them <laughs> running into each other's arms in the rain, they did this? They did this. Like yeah, I'm that, that would I'd be down for that. Uh-huh. Have you done the one where you do push-ups with three other people in a square? Why would that why would you why need would to? I do that? <laughs> I have barely a back. <laughs> Every time I wake up, there's a crack in my back. Oh yeah. I just did this thing called Rolfing. Have you guys ever heard of Rolfing? It's yeah. a role-playing laughing? No. I never heard of it. It's, no, it's um, uh, it's an intense massage mm. oh. um, designed or created by this woman named Ida Rolf over oh. at Esalen back great, in the day. Oh, great nice. YouTube videos on the pain that it is. It is so painful, but I'm very tight, and it um, I think it really loosened up. It They, like, move the tissue in your body. Yeah. Whoa. Goes yeah. to the layers. Star, yeah. Star Drew chimes in and says, no, don't do this in a bar or streets. Yeah, this might <laughs> yeah don't do this. Because you know what? You're going to knock 10 drinks out of people's hands. Uh-huh. And that is so annoying yeah. Yeah. when someone drops a drink on your shoes. Or yeah. when you separate that. your shoulder during. During what song was it? But what song were we talking about? You're like, I separated my shoulders. Yeah, because... Take me home to oh, take yeah, yeah. me home. Tonight. That was also when I was kicked I out of uh, the Belmont you. on Wait, we, what are the words? Are the words to that song problematic? I don't want to let you go till you see the light. Wow, that sounds kind of sketch, Eddie. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I don't want to let you go in my room, and now you're gonna stay here. Oh right, my god! Oh my! Look at this little kid. <laughs> Tried ice cream for the first time. Watch, and then wait. He's like, wait, what? He's like, what is this? Wait, I wish the first time I ever had ice cream was captured on screen. That's so cool that that see now with social media, like everyone's gonna grow up and have the best throwback Thursdays. They're gonna be like, This was the first time I ever had ice cream. Mine's like, This is me and Mickey Mouse. Prior to 1990, (laughs) there's one 16 millimeter film of me somewhere, and that's it. That's That's gotta be that looks like McDonald's Froyo, too, right? No, I mean, McDonald's saucer. No, so the McDonald's cone, so I'm kind of a McDonald's connoisseur because the Eminem McFlurry is my favorite thing in the entire world and I will go off about Eminem McFlurries ever but I do believe that McDonald's recently changed the ingredients because they're custard and the soft serve is just so solid it's perfectly custardy but the uh, the reason why I know that's not McDonald's is because McDonald's cones um, have a square flat bottom Mm, that's right they don't have the pointy cone bottom Uh, go to order 
Two cheeseburgers, two cheeseburgers of large fry, water, what? Oh, that's bomb. No, it's an Eminem McFlurry and a large fry. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. dip the fry I in I was the also a chicken nugget girl, sometimes. Chicken it nuggets. depends how awful that day was. My, my order is a McDouble, a 20-piece oh. McNugget, and yeah. the Oreo McFlurry. Yeah. So what sauce do you get with the nuggets? I usually get the hot mustard. I feel like that's a, you can tell a lot about a person. We ask on, like, if they're a barbecue. Hun- Some people Ooh, just get honey, honey, which I totally appreciate. I like honey. I, I like the honey mustard's not bad. I can't do ranch. It makes me sick. I don't um, like ranch either. Yeah. People Hot mustard, buffalo, or the, um, uh, what's the? Uh, Szechuan sauce? No, the bar- <laughs> the Szechuan sauce. Szechuan yeah. sauce. Yeah. Um, Ken, what's your Mickey D's order? That's it. I get the two cheeseburgers, large fry, and a water, because then then the Diet Coke doesn't trigger uh the reactions that the other stuff. But please tell would. me it's a fountain water, not a Dasani. Right? I, Dasani's I disgusting. Dasani's, but that's usually all they get. Dasani's or I bring gross. something. On my own. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love I'll, that journey for you. I'll eat it in my car as fast as I can yeah. and deny the proof. Yeah. Amanda came out on yeah. Saturday night at one in the morning because I was making too much noise with my bag of McDonald's. Just like. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's. Uh, but McDonald's yeah. just slaps in the it's car. So good. It tastes it's better in the, the car than it does at home. I don't think McDonald's is meant to be consumed at home. You know what the best part of McDonald's is? It's the next day in the car when you oh, get in your yeah. car. And, and it smells kind of like McDonald's. It smells like that little, that little crunchy, super hard, super. Super goldy French fry that was left under your mouth. I mean, the greatest thing was they had the contract with Disneyland. You get off Big Thunder Mountain, and they had the the the, the soda and the and the French fry Mm -hmm. cart. They had that for a couple years. What? It was the greatest. Did you guys see that they have now a limited edition Space Jam Happy Meal? I may or may not have to go get that (laughs) right after this. That sounds good. You got Shively. You know what else is really good in the car? Chicken bakes. Chicken bakes. What's chicken bakes? From Costco. I don't have a Costco card. Does that we'll mean I'm not you. an adult? Come with us on Friday. We get chicken bakes Isn't it like right around the corner from yeah, here? Right here. Yeah. God, that ho- I haven't had that hot dog pizza and ice cream in forever. Oh, that ice cream is so good. It's so good. It's better than Ikea's. Chicken bake is... Three-year-old uh, babies leave... Kid. Oh, my this, God, what? I still don't believe this kid. Look what? at this kid. I still don't believe it. This I've studied me, this video this from the other This makes me feel useless. He's what? so good. Look at him go. Oh I want Rosie God. to do this so bad. We're going to start dance training, probably to beat Saber. Look See, at him go. That's amazing. It's like the electric yeah. slide, but on like way better. There's this another angle on this. Okay. And I literally studied it because I didn't, I thought it was computer generated. Yeah. Is it? The precision in his no. body. Ken, I love the skepticism you have because we need to, we need to have more of that. We need to have more of, is this mm-hmm. real? Because mm-hmm. I'm gullible. I don't, because, oh, because yeah. I can't, you know, TikTok's a little, yeah, it's yeah. incredible. You can check out our chicken, we call it the chicken breaks. Uh, you can check out that video. Uh, it's up on the channel now. I love that. I don't. I'm not on TikTok really because um, the dance moves intimidate me mm-hmm. because I I'm not coordinated like this. Mm-hmm. But I think if you are a good dancer like this, TikTok is like your, your medium. TikTok yeah. All right, we got one more. Okay. Okay. This terrified me. Sister for her undead doll on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that that doll is speaking to Wait, me. this is this. the most amazing video ever. I have to send this to my friend Lauren, who loves horror films. Stop. I mean, it's oh, yeah. bonkers to me. This is, is this, like Mark Riley. Is her kid. name Annabelle? I yeah. must know. Yeah, oh yeah this God. is. <laughs> this is so cool. That's hilarious. Kill them all. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Chucky. That's incredible. They don't belong here. But this with is you. also proof that when you're a kid, like things, love like is life love. is not scary. Life's amazing love. and fun I don't know. and cool. I think I would have been scared of this. And as then a we kid. grow up and we get scared of things. Yeah. You know That's what right. I was? You know what I was scared of though, Ken? Yeah. I wouldn't have mistaked you for a cop, but um, <laughs> we used to in in Coconut Creek, Florida, where I lived before I moved. We moved to Boca Raton, Florida. Um, they used to have the crash <laughs> dummies at the police oh, department. Oh, those things were terrifying. Like like greet people at like you know park yeah. community yeah. events. Yeah. 
and I would scream and run oh, into the car mm. because I didn't understand what that I was. People inside the and then okay. and then my fear was cured because I went to Epcot and they had some kind of car racing ride there. Is it an Epcot Weiler? <laughs> hey, all right. And we got to end on that note, right? Because like boom, go. boom, boom, full yeah. circle. This and then the they had a crash dummy there, and I wasn't scared anymore. <laughs> It came full circle. There you go. Full circle. Love it. Uh, thank you all for joining us here in the Positivity Nest. Thank you for being here. You're the best. Oh, no, First you guys are the best. The I, I think I, I mean, the Alex Trebek ties. It's great. Like, right? I, I'm never going to forget that. That is the coolest thing ever. It's amazing. You deserve those. Thank you so much. Everything happens for a reason. Right? And I think you should, I think you should bring the stash back and wear the ties and. Here we go. Just do it. All right. Why? You, you should, uh, Who's the host of Jeopardy now? They're doing all these guest hosts, and I unfortunately was not asked to be one. How do we throw your tie in there? I mean, I've been trying to throw my tie in there since 2016, 2015, 2012, 1999. I mean, forever. Where do they shoot Jeopardy? Uh, At Sony over in Culver. Oh, so you mean to tell me that you live in the same city where they shoot it, Mm -hmm. and it's right there? Yeah, and And you have Alex Trebek's ties. Alex Trebek, and you have a mustache, and you met Gene. Yep. Seems like you could just drive. I met over Alex there. too. Seems whoa. back in the day. What was that like? It was the greatest one of the greatest days of my life. It was like my marriage, my birth, my daughter meeting Alex Trebek. What did um and the Steelers Super Bowl? What moment like from that moment in that like order. just stands out to you? Well, so I've I've told the story a bunch of times, so I'll tell it real quick. I was at the taping, mm-hmm. and I have these buttons that say Josh McCuga for Jeopardy, mm-hmm. right? And so Jimmy McGuire, who's on the Clue Crew, is from Pittsburgh. He's Jerry McGuire. Jimmy McGuire. I know. Just kidding. He had me at hello. Okay, got it. And uh, he had a Steelers lanyard. And I was like, you from Pittsburgh? He's like, we started talking. He's like, what are these buttons? I told him what they were. Yeah. He gave him all the producers and the writers. And middle of the show, when Alex, like, in between rounds, yeah. he interviews people in the audience. Or he takes questions from the audience. And right. he's like, all right, so I usually take questions, but there's somebody here that really wants my job when I retire. Uh, would that person stand up? <clears throat> and I, so I stood Someone up. that really wants my job when I retire. Yeah. And so I stood up, and he showed the button. And he started talking about it. He asked me, he's like, do you have any broadcast experience? I told him all the right. He's like, wow. All right, well, good luck then. And everybody was like, yeah! Were they filming that part? No, I don't, I don't have the footage. Damn, now. so there's no archival footage no, in that? just in my brain. Josh, I, I'm going to manifest this for you. Thank you. You're going to you're gonna guess host thank Jeopardy. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Naz, you're amazing. You're welcome back here anytime. Thanks. Anytime. Thanks, anytime. guys. We'll Thanks get a Josh Pretty on the books maybe in August or something. You're on Friday afternoon, so that might be easier yeah. for you. Yeah. If you're not I would love crushing that. it at a Dodger game. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Dodger games and ball gowns. We'll get to I it know. next time. Oh, no. We didn't talk about Dodger games and ball gowns. That's so nice for me. It's nice to talk about other things in life. You See? Know? I actually don't love talking about myself. <laughs> Unless it's on my podcast. Right. Called exactly. the I Don't Get It podcast. Oh, I Download, was say, subscribe. I was gonna I was gonna call it like the Jesus of Nazareth podcast. Where That's are we? Good. That's good Where too. <laughs> the second coming of Jesus. Oh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Uh Sinead DeFries will be here tomorrow. Oh my god. She's here every Thursday. And um Friday Mark Ellis will be here. Two people that you know. Wow. Oh my God. Love. Shout out to Sinead and Mark. They're the best. We're going to talk a little bit about Loki tomorrow since I'll be uh, caught up. We watch Black Widow. Season two was just announced. Oh, was it for Loki? Loki? Oh, good. There you guys go. Little I'm, inside. I'm more than low key excited about it. I'm oh, more than low yes. key excited about it. I love Tom so much and I love Loki He's so great. much. Um, we're going to be back today. I think we're going to go live today at three. Uh, yeah, stand by, people. Three. Three o'clock. Uh, we're going to do a little dartboard of destiny. We're going to pick the next horror movie that you guys are going to make me watch. Such a hazard. A I tease. don't know why you have that in here. Well, we, we, now you're jinxing us because as soon as you say hazard. I one time wore a hockey helmet in front of a dartboard and had my friends throw darts at me. Alcohol d- is a strong drug, Ness. I just think to have needles in in, in the vicinity of places. 
like where people are drinking is really stupid. Yeah, I don't disagree. That's just me though. Um, thank you all again. Remember, positivity is an act of choice. You choose it every day. Yes. Uh, call somebody, text them, tell them you love them. It matters. It's way easier to love than hate. Find the good. See you tomorrow.